Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Married at the Movies, the podcast where a married couple discuss their often very different opinions on movies. My name is Sean, and this is my wife, Monica. Hi. So this is our very first episode uh, in which we're going to discuss our Thanksgiving list that we put together, uh, why certain movies didn't make the cut, and we'll get into the first movie on the list, Forrest Gump. But before we get into that, we figured we needed to tell you a little bit about us and our story and why we enjoy movies so much. So it all started when we met uh, in college, Lebanon Valley College, go Dutchman. And we both were working uh, on campus during the summertime. And Sean was working at the college center desk and I was working at the summer camp. And we had sort of exchanged a little banter here and there. And through conversation, we found out that we both were trying to watch every movie on um, AFI's 100 Best Films. And that summer we were both, we didn't know it, both like checking out DVDs from the library on the list. uh, And that sort of got us connected um, and starting to date with our love of movies. And we started to watch some of those movies together. Date is kind of a strong term for we danced around each other for a little bit i would say we Uh, meaning you sean didn't really get any (laughs) any of my hints that i was interested in him yeah so it took a while to actually right start dating yeah i'm dense that's fine uh (laughs) we were hanging yes and one of those first hangs included a viewing of citizen kane which is of course number one on that afi list um, neither of us had seen it before. No. Neither of us have seen it since. No. And uh, luckily it was not an indication of what our relationship was going to be like, which is boring and pointless. <laughs> I mean, you know, you have to give it credit for the amazing advancements in technology of filmmaking. But that said, yeah, it was, um, it's not our favorite no. <laughs> on the list, that's for sure. Not at all. Yeah. So then fast forward, you know. A few years. <laughs> and uh, we actually, like our title states, we were married at the movies at yes. the beautiful Ambler Theater in Ambler, Pennsylvania. Um, shout out to Renew Theaters. Wonderful, wonderful places. Hopefully we can get back to them very, very soon. Uh, but yeah, we were married there in the main theater, a beautiful, restored art house cinema. Um, Much to the chagrin of uh, some of our family members that thought we should be married in a church. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of our church. Yes, exactly. The church of the moving picture um, of Latter-day screens <laughs> or something like that. I don't know. Uh, but our friends loved it. You know, popcorn at a wedding. Mm-hmm. How do you not love that? Right? Yes. Everything themed, music, everything having to do with, with movies. And it was only fitting because movies brought us together. So it made sense to get married um, in a place where we really loved to be probably our favorite place to be together. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, footnote, neither of us have finished the top 100 list. No, we kind of got, I don't know, some of those movies are kind of boring and kind of long. There's a couple that are hard to find, too. I think I fizzled out in the high 80s. I think I'm at like 88, 89. Yeah, I think I'm in the low 70s. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's a rough list to get through. And I'm surprised they haven't updated it. Yeah. Well, they did that one... I thought yeah, there was, was a, a like, 25-year anniversary one, but it was still mostly the same hitters. Yeah, and there have been big 5- and 10-year anniversaries since then, so, like, I, I don't understand why it wasn't updated. Um, 
because I have a feeling we could get rid of some of the ones that we haven't seen that yes. would be knocked off the list for various reasons of, you know, they don't hold up or... Yeah, you know. like Gone with the Wind is still on that list, I think. Yeah, and I think Sunrise. it's number. I think it's number like three or something. It's up there. I think it's top ten. Um, yeah, but that's one I've seen, so I wouldn't want to get rid of that. Yes. It would put me behind. True, but <laughs> it's not really the most politically correct movie anymore to call it one of the greatest films of all time. Yeah. But anyway, we are married. We have very strong opinions about movies that often differ. Some of the biggest, what are what are some of our biggest uh, uh, differences? Debates? Yeah, I uh, know Daredevil is one. Oh, like actual movies. I was going like Quentin, yeah. Tarant- Quentin Tarantino. Yes, is probably some of our biggest differences. Yes, although we do share similar opinions on like Kill Bill and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Them yeah. being very good and no, not very good. not great, yes, uh, respectively. Um, yeah, but like I love Daredevil. Um, this, the director's cut is way better. I will, you know, I will concede that mm-hmm. that the theatrical version not not the greatest, but I enjoy it. You I think f- it's one of the worst films of all I time? I feel like there was a movie recently where I said, "Oh, this beats Daredevil." Now that we so differed. Oh, I don't. Was it Mother? Maybe? No. I really liked Mother. Um, I can't remember now. Yeah. Hail Caesar was one that we very differed on. You thought, you gave it like five stars and you thought it was hilarious. I really liked it. I love the Coen Brothers. I love George Clooney. The Coen Brothers. Yeah. We greatly differ on those. Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. I just don't, don't get it. Yeah. So, at some point during this podcast, you will listen to a legitimate argument between the yes. two of us <laughs> which yes. will be fun for you not so much for us at least yeah. but uh and yeah. I'm, I'm sure at some point you'll hear sean get really excited about some sorkin movie so well i mean <laughs> i could talk about a few good men like all day long yes. or steve jobs wasn't a huge fan of trial chicago 7 but mm. we can get into that in a later episode uh we're here today in, in early november to talk about hanksgiving yes and hanksgiving is a thing that I don't. I never saw this exact thing on the internet, but I'm sure it probably exists out, out out there somewhere. So don't get mad at me. You would say I stole it from somebody. You know, it's just a collective consciousness thing. But I wanted to because Tom Hanks, I feel like, is one of the biggest actors. You know, in the world. You know, he's he's a movie yeah. star. He's Tom Hanks. Um, but as I, I mean, looked over, he's the one that made COVID like real. That's true. Once he yes. got it, then everybody was real serious about it. This is true. <laughs> this is true. Um, listen to staying in with Kamel and Emily uh, for their uh, pre and post Hanks Wilson era discussions of COVID. That's that's a fantastic podcast. <laughs> um, but as I looked over like his IMDb, there are so many films that he's in, and so many of them I hadn't seen. Mm-hmm. So I decided this year I wanted to watch one Tom Hanks movie every day starting in November and ending on Thanksgiving. And I told Monica and she was totally down for this. Yes. So we decided to make a list and you actually started the list. So I did. I started with, um, I just looked at, uh, the IMDB list of movies that Tom Hanks was in and I got rid of any ones where he was playing himself or just some little cameo any any movie that didn't list him as starring, I mm-hmm. didn't include. So there's a bunch of movies where he cameos or you know makes um, is a minor character. 
So I started with just making a list of all the movies that he starned in. Um, right. And then, from, which is a lengthy list. What was it like? Forty-seven. I think it was closer to fifty. Yeah, I, just an incredible body of work from yes. Mr. Hanks. Uh, and then there were a couple that we decided to get rid of right away, just based on the fact that we've both seen them, you know, dozens of times. Mm-hmm. The most notable being uh, the Four Toy Stories, and then also A League of Their Own, which you know. Do not get me wrong. Toy Story is one of my favorite film franchises in the history of the world. Um, and A League of Their Own is a fantastic film. It's just this isn't – it wasn't in the spirit of what I intended Thanksgiving to be for me personally yes. anyway. You know, if we were just putting together like the greatest hits, obviously at least two Toy Stories would be on there. And A League, and League of Their Own, own yeah. would be, you know, t- a top five mm-hmm. Hanks movie. Um, but it was about seeing – I think we decided on our ultimate list – there's only about two movies that we have both seen. Right, from start to finish. And it's, yeah. you know, he's got a lot of those movies where you've seen a lot of parts of them on, you know, cable or, mm-hmm. you know, on Saturdays. You know, they're playing a Tom Hanks movie, but you don't you, you don't remember the time you saw it, you know, beginning credits to end credits. Yes. Um, and so then, it's fun to see, oh, I haven't seen this before. Sean's seen it, but I haven't. Or vice versa. Yeah, and there are some pretty serious and embarrassing gaps, to be honest with you, in my movie watching. Yes. Um, uh, And then there were, uh, I think, a couple movies. Well, just one kind of comes to mind, that Polar Express. We just kind of, you know, shoved that off to the side. Because I love animation, but, like, you know, it's not... It's not really a Tom Hanks movie. Yeah, plus the whole uncanny valley-ness of it. I just was not on board. That's a pun. Um, for that movie in, in this list. <laughs> oh, boy. And then, um, yeah, so then we, we came up with a couple other rules. Monica, you want to kind of go over? Yeah, so we each got to Nix um, 5, was it? Yeah. Yeah, so we put the list in our spreadsheet. Because mm-hmm, uh, we're nerds. Yes, and we color-coded uh, for each of us. Because I'm a designer. <laughs> yes. We were allowed to Nix 5 of them, which I think those were in red. Or was it blue? It was red. Okay, red. Um, and then we were each we each picked seven must watch. Um, so we yes, there you go. Red. So red were the Nixes, um, and seven were green musts. Mm-hmm. So we each went through and did that first. Yeah. So you want to kind of talk about a couple that you nixed, maybe? Yes. Um, I nixed one of the first ones. I nixed was Catch Me If You Can. Um, it is it is so slow and so boring and sleepy. I did not want to kill the whole Thanksgiving by making me sit through that again. I've I think I started watching Catch Me If You Can one time years ago and did not get through it. Um, so I, I was kind of okay with that. I did kind of I was up for giving it another chance, but just didn't. Uh, I didn't fight her on that on that one. <laughs> no. I think we both also nixed a lot of the um oh what's it? Robert Langdon movies. The yeah. Angels and Demons. Mm-hmm. Um which I, I liked Angels and Demons, the the book, and Da Vinci Code as well. Um, but yeah. they're nothing to write home about. Yeah, I had seen Da Vinci Code, um, I think in college. It, it was fine. You know, it is what it is. Um And I saw Inferno yeah. And that was terrible. Yeah. So I think we, I think we both just mm-hmm. mixed those together. Yeah, we were kind of okay with that. 
Um, one that you nixed that I was kind of uh, upset about was Cloud Atlas. I just, I I just was, read about it, and it was really long, and I don't know, it sounded weird. I just yeah, figured we're watching a movie every day, and I just I feel like that one sounded a little too heavy and weird that I just didn't want it on the list. Yeah, and that's totally fair. I'm just, you know, I was up for the, the weirdness. You know, I've I've heard varying like wildly varying opinions on that film. So I was good. And um, I think I also nixed Road to Perdition. Yeah, you did. Which was, I had seen, so I was, I was yeah, okay with that. Yeah, was dumb. I, my lists contained Bonfire of the Vanities, which uh, I believe has like a 16% on Rotten Tomatoes or something like that. And I've heard it's, you know, one of his worst films. So I didn't, uh, I didn't care much about losing that one. Mm -hmm. And then the other one was extremely loud and incredibly close, which I just thought would be, you know, I've heard it's good and it, I believe it was Oscar nominated. Right? Yeah. I was sad about that one. I wanted, I wanted to watch that one. I just, I, it just, it's going like to be so depressing. much of a downer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So those were the mixes. And then we mm-hmm. also had musts. So I, I think we also kind of shared some of the musts as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, like, looking back at the list, besides maybe, like, Punchline in the Money Pit, I don't think either of us would have really left any of the musts off of the list. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I had, like, The Burbs, Money Pit, Apollo 13, Castaway, which you have seen uh, and yeah. were on I, the fence. I wanted to nix it, and you said you really wanted to watch it. it that was one of my first nicks. I don't understand Castaway. It's... Well, yeah. I don't want to say too much about it, and yeah. maybe maybe I'll like it the second time through. Yeah. It's been a long time since I saw it. Or maybe that'll be an episode where we very much disagree about yes. a movie, and that'll be fun yeah. or terrible. <laughs> so, um, well, we agreed with some of the chick flicks, like You've Got Mail, Sleep is in Seattle, um, and then the heart, you know, the big hitters like Forrest Gump, uh, The Green Mile, mm-hmm. That Thing You Do. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So those were, we agreed on those mm-hmm. must lists. Bachelor Party made both of our much lists. Oh, uh, yeah. Must lists, um, which is hard to say, apparently. Yeah. Um, the, the burbs, too, I believe. Yeah, yeah. So we were both, you know, down for the the classic Hanks as well as the more modern Hanks. So, yeah. Um, so then we had a list remaining of about, I want to say, about 30 movies for about... 18 more slots or about 14 more slots something or something like, like that. that. Yeah. So um, we like to be fair in this marriage and yes. devise ways in which we, you know, can compromise. So what we did is we ranked every movie that remained either a one, a three, or a five. Five meaning we most definitely want to watch it. One meaning like, eh, it's fine. Don't mm-hmm. worry about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we each ranked it, and then we took the average of that, and then the top movies made it, and the bottom movies didn't. We only had to make, I think, one decision of what kind of got cut. And yeah, because we well, we made a mistake in counting yeah. the day after Thanksgiving. Yeah. So I'm we a, had one too many movies. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not good at the maths, as uh, <laughs> people may say. But, um, yeah, we, we, you know, we struck a good balance. And, yeah, so then, Monica, uh, mm. kind of go over how we decided to put what on what day. Yes. I'm a teacher, so I get up pretty early in the morning. Uh, so to watch on a weeknight after a day of hybrid 
uh, learning, I knew I wasn't going to be up for a long movie or a serious movie. So for like Mondays and Thursday nights mostly, um, we were looking at picking shorter movies. Mm -hmm. So the next thing I did um, is I went through the list and put in the runtime for each movie. And from there, we could sort them by runtime. Then, then we could look at also the the content of the movie. So some of the shorter movies and the rom coms, uh, the light hearted, like you don't have to pay you know that close attention to. We saved for weeknights, while the longer movies and you know things like Green Mile that are much more intense, uh, Saving Private Ryan. We saved them for Friday or Saturdays, um, and they're, be, you know, mostly because they're really long. Yeah, and also we can take the time, go into our basement, and watch them on our projector screen as well, which you know is a different experience. Mm-hmm. Really, kind of, you know, blocking out the rest of the world and settling into those kind of movies. So, yeah, um, and which ones we wanted to see on see on the bigger projector too. Yeah, was a factor. Right. Sure. So if you want to follow along with us and watch these movies as we watch them, search out hashtag Hanksgiving on Instagram or follow me at Kreider Designs, K-R-E-I-D-E-R-D-E-S-I-G-N-S on Instagram. Or you can follow Monica. What's your handle? (laughs) She doesn't know it. I believe it's M-S-M. It's it's Miss M-N-M-08. No, that's Twitter. It's nine nine. I'm it's not. Yeah. M S M N M. I'm not big on the social media. Yeah, just just follow Kreider Designs yeah. or search hashtag Thanksgiving. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. So uh, we're recording this on November second, which means we are two movies deep. Um, we're going to try to do this. I think a weekly check in. Yes. Um, so the only one we've watched uh, this, you know, week like going Monday to Sunday mm-hmm. is our first one on the list. And the first one, obviously I think kind of had to be Forrest Gump, right? Yes. When you think Tom Hanks, you think Forrest Gump. Yes. You know, it, it had to be number one. It did, so, but it's a little hypocritical because you'd never seen it all the way through from beginning to end in English. There you go. You see, it's those <laughs> last two words. It's the in English part because in, I believe it was 10th or 11th grade, uh, we watched it in Spanish class. So I had seen it. So, you know, if you asked me if I'd seen Forrest Gump, yeah. <laughs> yes, I had seen it. Did I get every word of it? No, no. I didn't get every word of it because I'm not, you know, fluent. And yes. Definitely wasn't in 11th grade. Um, we might have skipped some parts. I don't even remember, to be honest. In rewatching it, I was like, yeah, we probably like skipped you had to skip parts. some parts in this. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I saw it for the first time in English, and it's a very different movie. Yes. <laughs> Corre, Forrest, Corre. I do remember that. It was <laughs> dubbed horribly, from what I remember. Um, yeah, so I saw it for the first time, and I got to say, it was um, it was kind of what I thought it was about. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a little... I don't think it ages well. True. I... I don't it's so it's weird to watch it and be like was this played for humor when it first came out Mm -hmm. you know and it's like you're just kind of laughing at someone you know who's different and yeah and it's a little unclear what exactly is different about him yeah is it 
is it mental retardation? Is it autism? And I feel like a lot of the thing, you know, calling him, everyone calling him stupid and, and not really acknowledging like what was going on with him. I think that wouldn't, doesn't hold up well today. Um, that we tend to want to put labels on those things, but to like raise awareness or whatnot. So we don't really know exactly like what his deal is. Uh, and I think that's part of what makes it a little uncomfortable. Yeah, it kind of feels like just a Hollywood generic, you know, learning disorder or like whatever. Like they don't, you know, want to put a name on it for some reason or another. Um, so, yeah, it doesn't age well. Um, it's a little tough to watch at some points. Honestly, Forrest, I think, is one of the least interesting things that happens in the movie. You know, like, Lieutenant Dan's story is very much a little more interesting to me than Forrest's. And Jenny's is absolutely more interesting. Yeah. Like, I want to see, you know, why the changes in her happen. And I feel like she's just very kind of one-dimensional until the end where she kind of fulfills, like, this kind of you know, happy ending for him. I guess. Just kind of out of the blue, but you don't get... <laughs> kind of a literal happy ending, too, for wow. him. Wow. <laughs> My mother is going to listen to this. You know that, right? <laughs> That's where we disagree, because I think Jenny's character is the worst. But you only think that because you don't get her full story. I know, don't I don't get need to... her battle into, like, rede- like, she's sexually and physically abused yes, as a child. I understand that. And then, like... You know. But I still don't think it gives... She knows what she's doing to Forrest. Like, it's one thing that, you know, we understand why she gets into drugs and why she never really, you know, feels home somewhere. But she completely takes advantage of him. She only... He doesn't know he has a child. And she only knows that when she finds out that she's dying. It's incredibly selfish. And I don't like her character at all. And I think she takes advantage of him. And that, I don't think you can attribute to what happened to her like it still makes her a bad person but you if you saw the entirety of her story though there is probably a redemptive quality and at least a desire to change at the end because all you see is like you know her use him or whatever and then her like try and fail and her falling into the same cycle of abuse and then she does change when she has, you know, this obviously life-changing experience in both the mm-hmm. child and facing her own mortality. So it's like, it's it, like she's way more interesting to me than the guy who like invented the smiley face T-shirt by wiping oh, mud off his face. It's like, funny. It's funny. It's funny, I guess, but it's just I don't know. And like the John Lennon on like you know Dick Cavett and like. He writes Imagine. Like, yeah. I don't... Just that kind of stuff, to me, got way too much towards the end. There, there is a there is a lot of it. Like, he had a hand in all of those things. But I think it has to do with that idea, you know, one of the themes of the movies is about our destiny. And are we... Like, with the imagery of the feather. And, like, are we just floating through life? Or, you know, are we meant to be here for a reason? And I think it's... They're trying to say, like, oh, we're meant to be here for a reason. And Forrest Gump, like, played a part in those, like, iconic things. Mm-hmm. And I think it it's just, and also kind of a funny way 
to do that and yeah. make a little lighthearted. Yeah, I. It's it's like I, I'm not saying it's a bad movie. Um, it's a different movie, I think, today than if I would have seen it, you know, years ago when it came out. Um, I obviously wasn't interested in it. And, you know, I wasn't as into movies as I am now. True. Because um, I'm sure my mom tried to get me to watch it at some point, being think a so? massive Tom Hanks fan. Oh. Um, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She loves Tom Hanks. Oh, okay. um, but we can agree that Tom Hanks in this movie is phenomenal. Well, see, that's the thing. It was weird because, like, you think of Tom Hanks and, like, if you just see the Toy Stories and the Sleepless in Seattle's and the... You've Got Mail. Yeah, and the You've Got Mail. Like, you think of him as a great, like, celebrity. Mm-hmm. But you don't necessarily think of him as a fantastic actor. Yes. Right? And I had never seen, you know, The Green Miles, The Apollo 13s, the... I'd seen Saving Private Ryan, but, like, that's a war film and... It's different. You know, it's a little different. But, like, it, through the most, like... Most of the way through the movie, I'm like, yeah, he's good. He's good. And then the scene where he meets uh, Little Forest, like, happens. And it's like, okay, wow. Tom Hanks does have this other level that is, like, legitimate top-tier Hollywood. Like, fantastic. To keep that character and to go through those emotions. Like, yeah, okay. Tom Hanks is, like, really, really good. Like, and I recognize that through this movie for sure. I mean, that's just heart-wrenching. Like. Is he smart or is he... And he doesn't even say, like me. He just, like, pats Mm -hmm. his chest and, like, you realize he realizes that that could be a possibility. And it's just... It's Mm heart-wrenching. Which is funny because I actually had made fun of him earlier in the movie for kind of slipping out of the Forrest Gump character when Mm -hmm. he did have to yell. Yes. And, like, Tom Hanks has that wonderful, like always entertaining screaming voice yes. and it's so good but he kind of dr- dips out of forest for, as Monica tries to wrangle <laughs> something away from our cat who likes to <laughs> eat things um, <laughs> but yeah um, well yeah one of my favorite parts of that is the yelling when he's trying to get Jenny to not get back on the bus uh, and he says I think she'd be better off in Greenbow Alabama and the way he says that, it's totally not Forrest Gump. No, it's, it's definitely Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks yelling <laughs> Alabama, which I'll take all day of the week. I'll, I'll, I'll watch Tom Hanks yell about pretty much anything. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I don't know. Um, it'll be interesting to see because we're going to each you know, right. yeah. give these a ranking. Um, because what kind of movie nerds would we be if we didn't put lists together or rank things or, you know, rate them on star scales and et cetera. Exactly. It'll be be interesting to see, um, like, aggregate-wise or average-wise, whether this will end up being, like, real top tier. Um, That being said, let's – so I gave the movie a seven. I think it's, you know, it's good. It's not, like – it didn't move me – in a way that, you know, was, like, something incredible. Um, there's some great filmmaking in it, especially, you know, uh, Gary Sinise and, you know, Not Having Legs. And the there's a couple scenes where um, I'm not exactly sure how they shot it. I think he was wearing, like, green screen stockings, and then they paint him out. But his where his legs would be would be hitting things over in scenes, and they, like, paint that around it. And yeah. it's, it's awesome well, and, filmmaking. I mean, and all the scenes where it looks like, far as Gump is meeting those presidents and is in yeah. 
in those like clips of yeah. the real thing. Like it's so impressive which, how they which do that. sometimes is impressive, but the one it, it might have been like Gerald Ford or something, like his kind of his bottom his like chin moves independently of the rest of his head. Oh yeah. It's but not perfect. It's, no, it's not perfect, but it, it is fun to see like the archival stuff and you know like it is pretty cool what they did with that. JFK and et cetera. Yeah. And, um yeah, so I gave it a seven. Yeah. I gave it I gave it an eight. Yeah. So I and I think before I rewatched it in this setting, I would have probably said like nine or a ten. Um, I think that might just be because it's such a part, you know, like oh, you have to you have to watch Forrest Gump. Oh, Tom Hanks Forrest Gump. It's fantastic. It's a great movie. And so it's like yeah, it's a great movie. And then just taking this time to like really rewatch it from beginning to end, not on cable TV. I was saw some of its flaws. Yeah. Um, I think mostly in at times it, it is a little campy. Um, I also personally think it's too long. Um, I, it could be about 20 to 30 minutes shorter, uh, especially with the running. Uh, you know, I felt like run and that's, I get the, the sort of motif of running, but that goes on for a while. Mm-hmm. Like he's running, he's running, then people are following him and he's running but, um, that. And then he just, stops running and then that's like sort of it um so i think like that could have been really cut down mm-hmm. so if this were like what is the runtime? it's uh, two, two hours, hours 20 22 minutes yeah um, i think they could have got this at like two hours and mm-hmm. it would have been a little bit a little bit better yeah so that's my biggest complaint i just think it's a little too long yeah, the running just reminded me of one of my biggest criticisms of the film, which is that I think it often treats the audience as stupid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it really over-explains things sometimes, and I think a lot of the time, um, which actually, the thing that surprises me is that you generally do not like voiceover as a as used in film as a narration of one's own story and they yeah but it was part like the story is him on this bench telling the story to other people i don't like narration like as it's happening like if it like if it's linear like mm-hmm. this story isn't necessarily like well it goes in order but it's not like here's Forrest then he's doing this and he's doing that it's he's recalling moments and telling them to somebody mm. as opposed to I feel like okay. there are movies that break that rule for you but I can't think of any mm. off the top of my head I just don't like it that doesn't his narration didn't make me feel like I was dumb yeah. I, I don't like the movies that just narrate the thoughts in the characters heads that's mm-hmm. what it is it's not it's not necessarily what he's actually talking and saying those things to people you know as yeah as he's sitting there on the bench. Yeah. So I don't... But I, I see your point about he's, making the audience feel... Like, over-explaining some yeah. of the things. And the the double talk bothered me a lot. When he was like... And then Dan would say, you know, keep moving. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. And then Gary, Gary Sneeze in the scene would be like, keep yeah. moving. Like, yeah. It was, it's kind of funny. It's just... Uh, I don't know. And the... I think the person that thinks you're the dumbest is the music supervisor. Yeah. Because they hit you over the head with a a steamroller. Yeah. With the 
the lyrics and the titles of the songs matching up to the exact action mm-hmm. or whatever's going on. Like, there's a montage of, I think, three songs about running during the running montage. Yeah. The Viet- and when they're in Vietnam, it's... Um, Time Life Buffalo Sounds Springle, of the at Buffalo Springfield. For <laughs> Buffalo <it's> Pringles? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Buffalo Springfield, for what it's worth. You know, like, that was a yeah. famous protest song for that. And yeah. then all the Jenny ones. Oh, yeah. When she's, you know, leaving... Mm-hmm. as she yeah. what is that song don't you love her as she's walking out yeah. the door yeah. and then she's leaving yeah oh. and then free bird when she's like up on that ledge yeah. and like is thinking about jumping right that it's, it, oh, it's yeah. a little it's definitely a little in your face yeah it's a little insulting how they just like do you get it yes do you get it yes. huh this song is a metaphor yeah oh that that really irked me. Yeah, I, I agree that the music was not. It could have been a little, a little more subtle. Yeah. Than really, really spot on with whatever was happening. Yeah. No, that's a good point. But I mean, still a classic. Mm-hmm. I guess I would probably tell you to watch a bunch of other Tom Hanks films before that one. But we'll see. Like I said, yeah. when we get to the end of our our list, it's just. Forrest Gump is just so, like, synonymous now with Tom Hanks mm-hmm. that if it's, like, you're looking at him, you know, like, if it were somebody else playing Forrest Gump, mm-hmm. it's, like, a good movie. But because he's so iconic now, it's, like, you have to you have to see this movie and you have to see Tom Hanks, you know, in this role. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. So put somebody else in there and it's a decent movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's definitely a reason why we'd put it first. And now I've seen it officially. Yes, now, yes. In the language that I am a native speaker of. Yeah, now you can call yourself a movie buff without... Although you also haven't seen some of these other movies that you should. Yeah. Like Apollo 13. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's one of the Mm. movies more so than like, you know... I would say even Sleepless in Seattle. Yeah, but that's a chick flick. You don't have to watch that. Apollo 13... That's pretty, that's a big deal. I don't know. I bet you I could find a lot of people that have never seen Apollo 13. For me, though, it's yes. odd because I love space, <laughs> um, which is interesting. Yeah. We're actually going to have a uh, hopefully very special episode when we get to Apollo 13 yes. in order, which I will tease now and not give away. Yes. Um, but it's we are both very, very excited. Very excited. Very excited. For our viewing of Apollo 13. Yes. Uh, So you want to give a little preview of what do we got coming up uh, this week? Um, This week. So starting today is. Oh, is this in order? Yeah. Oh. Oh, (laughs) Yes. Today we'll be watching Sleepless in Seattle. Yes. Tomorrow we have Captain Phillips. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then we have Big. Mm -hmm. And then Charlie Wilson's War. There you go. There's your Sorkin, Monica. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That which that'll put us into the weekend, right? Yes. Philadelphia. Yeah, Philadelphia is going to be Friday night because mm-hmm. that's a that's a tough one. Yeah, that that's you know, that'll be a good for a Friday night because that's really going to be kind of heavy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, well, even more heavy. <laughs> Saturday we have the Green Mile mm-hmm. up, which Sean has not seen. Yeah, I guys, I got I got holes in my game. But, yes. You know, I'm trying to get better though. Putting in the work, practice. <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, uh, and we. Um, Neither of neither of us have seen Captain Phillips. Right. You hadn't seen Sleepers in Seattle. Right. 
we both have seen Big and Charlie Wilson's War. I saw Big when I was very young, so I don't really remember yeah. much about it. Yeah, me too. We saw Charlie Wilson's War together. Yes. Um, Philadelphia, I've never seen Green Mile. I've, I've never seen. I've never seen Philadelphia either. Yeah. But I have seen the Green Mile. And then to round out the week on Sunday, we'll be watching Volunteers. Which is a movie I'd never heard of until we put this list together. Yes. And reading the IMDb description, it sounds really interesting. It does. There's about five movies on this list that I'd never heard of. Yeah. And I'm, like, honestly more excited for some of those than some of the bigger names. Yeah. It'll be fun to see things we've never seen before. Yeah. And then know about. Yeah. So we'll check in with you guys next week where we'll probably be talking about Sleepless in Seattle and probably The Green Mile or Philadelphia, right? One yeah, of those most two, likely. Maybe both. We might touch on yeah. some of the other ones, but the ones that we haven't seen are that are gonna be the most interesting. Yeah. Anyway. I'm not really excited for Captain Phillips, I'm gonna be honest. Ooh. Not that excited. Interesting. <laughs> I think it looks like it's gonna be really boring. Ah, I don't know. I think it's pretty interesting. I think it's gonna be one of those movies that the best thing about it is the previews. <laughs> or the trailer. Could be. Like, you saw everything good. You know, I'm the captain now, and, like, cool scenes of, like, fighting, and then, like, that's it. Like, you could just watch the trailer and get the full experience of the movie. Well, now we got to follow this up and talk about Captain Phillips. Oh, no. Episode 2 going to be jam-packed <laughs> full of Hanks. I'm just saying. I'm not looking forward to that one. Yes. But I'm excited to watch you watch The Green Mile. Yeah. That's, I'm going to cry. <laughs> yeah, probably. probably. <laughs> Which is fine, people. Cry at movies. Yeah. That's what they're made for. It's art. Did it's you cry at Forrest Gump? supposed to make you feel things. No. You didn't get actual tears Forrest No. Gump? I got a little choked up in the, you know, the Jenny Forrest scene? Jr. scene. But. Oh, like not when he was saying goodbye to Jenny at the grave? Uh, no, what? I don't think I really? actually got Oh. No. You think she's so terrible, and yet you probably... Well, she is, but he's he still loved her. Yeah. And so, I mean, I didn't want her to die. Yeah. I just thought she took advantage of him. Hmm. I think there will be a lot of people that agree with me on that. And I think it's unfairly maligned, because as a character, she was thin. So let us know uh, what your favorite Tom Hanks movies are. Yes. And why whatever movie that's your favorite... Should have been on this list and isn't. Like Splash. Yeah. My sister gave us a hard time for that one. Yeah. I don't... We should have watched that one just for the weird um, hair thing. The Disney hair Plus thing? hair. They added hair to cover like the top of her butt crack. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Now I kind of want to watch that. <laughs> we'll just watch that scene. Yeah. <laughs> so that'll do it for episode one of Married... At, At the, the movies. movies. Oh, I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening. <laughs> Bye.